Welcome to WTBU News. I'm Stephanie Joseph. Boston has been rainy lately. Temperatures on Sunday are expected to reach a high of 82 and lows in the 60s. The rest of the week is looking just as rainy, but skies are expected to brighten up by Thursday. Joining us now is Alex Corey with a story about a pro-police rally near the Massachusetts State House. On Saturday, a small group holding a pro-police rally near the Massachusetts State House was met by several hundred counter-protesters. They were holding signs of messages such as Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe. The Restore Sanity Rally, which was billed as an effort to support law enforcement, was organized by Super Happy Fun America, a group that was behind last year's straight pride parade in Boston, which drew outrage from the gay community. The organizers of Saturday's counter-protests, Solidarity Against Hate Boston, urged residents to show up and oppose the rally, which they viewed as a threat to the Black Lives Matter movement. The Statehouse wasn't the only place that saw this type of conflict. There were skirmishes among several events held in Boston on Saturday in response to the racial reckoning over the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. In Fountain, Massachusetts, I'm Alex Corey for WTBU News. In other news... Mississippi lawmakers took major strides towards removing the Confederate battle emblem from its state flag on Saturday. According to the Associated Press, both the House and the Senate surpassed the required two-thirds majority to end legislative deadlines and propose a bill. This could mean that a bill could be discussed as early as Sunday. The new bill would allow a commission to design a new flag that must include the words, in God we trust, and no Confederate symbols. Once completed, residents will vote on whether or not they approve of the design on the November 3rd ballot. Although reluctant in the past, Governor Tate Reeves is willing to sign the proposed bill if the legislature can send him one. Reeves cites, quote, The argument over the 1894 flag has become as divisive as the flag itself, and it's time to end it, unquote. A vote had been taken in 2001 over the flag, but residents voted to keep it then. Next, a story regarding contact tracing in Westchester County from Jane Avery. Health officials in New York are currently contact tracing the people a recent Westchester County High School graduate who tested positive for COVID-19 has come in contact with. The student is unidentified, however, recently traveled to Florida becoming infected with COVID-19 and passed the virus on to at least four other students at the drive-in graduation ceremony for Horace Greeley High School last week. Jay Maher, a fellow graduate, told the New York Daily News that despite the drive-in nature of the ceremony in order for everyone to remain in their vehicles, not everyone complied. Maher also mentioned that not everyone present were wearing masks either. The student who brought the virus from Florida to Horace Greeley High School graduation also attended another graduation ceremony that night, coming in contact with friends from other schools in the area. Governor Andrew Cuomo responded to the situation, saying that, quote, we're prepared to do the aggressive testing and contact tracing required to slow and ultimately control any potential clusters of new cases like the one in Westchester County. In Western Connecticut, I'm Jane Avery for WTBU News. Finally, an update from Varsha Subramanian about the death of a father and son under police custody in India. The death of P. Jayaraj and his son Jay Benkins under police custody has caused a national outrage in India. 
On Friday, the father and son were arrested for keeping their mobile phone store open beyond the enforced curfew in the city of Tuticorin in Tamil Nadu. While in custody, both of them were brutally hit and tortured. They succumbed to their injuries, which allegedly included removal of chest hair, damage to genitalia, and other signs of inhuman torture. The incident led to the suspension of four policemen. The death of these two men has led to a national outcry on social media for police reform as the hashtag Justice for Jairaj and Phoenix trends on Twitter. Prominent celebrities and political leaders have also expressed their disgust and rage over the cruel mistreatment of these two men. People took the streets in Tamil Nadu and demanded justice to be served and the crime to be punished. This has also become a political issue as the opposing party of Tamil Nadu, DMK, blamed the ruling party, AIAA DMK, for giving the police too much power. DMK announced that they will be paying the family of the deceased a total of 25 lakh rupees, which is approximately 33,000 US dollars. In Dubai, UAE, I'm Varsha Subramanian for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Gabby Lopez, Alex Corey, and Griffin Buck, I'm Stephanie Joseph reporting from Laurel, Maryland for WTBU News.